Hey friends, today we are joining Miss Holly and we are going to go through a virtual organizing session with her. We do not just one space, but two spaces with her in this 30 minute call. So she had two different problems that we worked with. One was her husband's work stuff and the other was toys for her children. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Come join us. If this is something that you are interested in scheduling for yourself, you can do that at the SOSmom.com. That is www.thesosmom.com and schedule your virtual organizing session right there today. Okay, so tell me what space you wanted to work on for this. The whole house. Okay. Okay. So I have a couple main overarching organizational issues that I've been trying to figure out and we could utilize like a couple different spaces for it. So I wanted to get your ideas on like what places would be best and then how you use those spaces. The first thing is my husband's work stuff. He's a landscape architect and has like poster size drawings and things and some of them are like older that we need to like archive but still keep and then some of them he's like working with frequently so he needs like quicker access to things and I have this really deep cabinet okay so we're this is in my living room we have these awesome built-ins this side of the cabinet is really nice because he legit built this thing for our printer. Oh, it's it's a drawer out. that slides out. Nice. For this printer. And it prints 11 by 17. Anyway, so like that's how deep they are. And then the cabinet I'm going to show you is even deeper. And it's a mess. This has a bunch of his work stuff in it right now. It's really deep. I haven't measured it, but it's at least like two feet deep. And it goes from the ones that I just showed you. There's like a bar in the middle. And then it extends on the other side too. So we don't necessarily have to use that for his office stuff. It could also be used for toys. It's a large amount of space. And I guess my main question is just how would you utilize such a deep cabinet and make it really functional still? without having to, like, put things in front of other things to, like, mm-hmm. you know, it would be blocking the stuff in the back. Okay. When I was looking in there at the things that he has in the cabinet right now, it looks like paper type of things and, like, roll yeah. up types of things. What yeah. sizes are those? Do they need to be flat? Do they need to be, like, protected? I think ideally flat. And he did get this, like, plastic, you know, like an under-the-bed plastic tub that um, he was going to be able to, like, lay a bunch of this stuff flat in, but I don't know. (laughs) It's just, it's a whole hodgepodge. He could maybe, like, roll some up, but... um, I don't know if it would be best to get one of those, like, art file things, you know, that you can put Mm -hmm. long papers on and, like, try 
how to get one that fit in there. I never really thought of that. Let's see. Is that all of his papers like that that he needs to keep, or are there more other places? So all of his big poster size things are in here. He's got a bunch of 11 by 17s also, and those are probably what he designed on most of the time. Those we just figured out yesterday could fit. Okay, so I'm walking over into our laundry room office room, and we have this IKEA um, set of drawers. Okay. I think it's like Alex is the model. And we figured out that 11 by 17s can fit in here. So he's got, like, all these Okay, that's nice. drawings and things. So that is nice. And he was going to try to, like, put them in folders and just kind of stack the folders. The drawers aren't, like, super deep. So I think that was going to work. Yeah, if he but, can categorize them that way, that could work. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so I, what we were thinking was this set of drawers could be most of his frequently used things like current projects that he's working on. Mm-hmm. And then we can create some kind of storage under the TV in, in the built-ins. For, um, for the larger ones? For like archives kinds of things and like the larger things. Okay, I think that works really well, and I do agree that the um, portfolio type storage would be a great option for storing those to protect them a little bit better um, mm-hmm. if they don't fit flat in the plastic bin that you have right there. Um, yeah, and I'm not sure they would. I don't. So. I don't see how a poster would fit widthwise into that. I know. So <laughs> I think that was probably for like maybe he's got some things that aren't as wide. Yeah, like if, if I'm th- picturing what you're talking about, I'm thinking blueprint type of papers that you roll out and you use several of them together and then you can potentially store them rolled together, the ones mm-hmm. that you would use together. Um, that's one option. And then just get the protective tubes and label them um, as one right. option. And that would not be a big hassle to have tubes in there because you could just... Uh-huh roll them and rotate them to see which ones they are without that being kind of a pain to deal with. And then on the other cabinet door, do the other archives smaller sizes in maybe like um, a file box kind of type Mm -hmm. thing where they could be, Mm -hmm. you know, just thumbed through just to sort and figure out the deep, you know, whatever specifics Mm -hmm. it was. Um, Right. That's what I'm picturing would probably be the, most functional of the space and you have some of them Mm -hmm. rolled in a basket which the shorter ones that's easy but the longer ones I don't think that's going to work as nicely right yeah ideally most things would be kept flat just because once you take them out then they're still kind of rolled up Mm -hmm. I think he was like trying to do mostly flat but my main thing is just it's so much space, and I want to maximize the potential of it. You know? Yeah. Like, cubic square footage in there is pretty high. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I don't want to, like, waste any of the space. Yeah. One uh-huh. way you could do that is there are – there's just cardboard pieces that you could get 
to separate them. So you could take a stack of them and put like a flat cardboard, like you would protect a picture frame or something like that with. Um, Uh I know we've gotten them before for moves and different things. Just the flat cardboards. That could potentially work as an easy solution for that. And then you can just label them and that stores them all flat and contained. Um, Uh You can even DIY some of that and Uh use even just some poster board or like that thick corrugated, like the the foam board if you don't want cardboard and create something that could, with some tape. Like He works with foam board a lot. So we actually have a box of so if it's the right size tape two pieces together and create like little file folders for the um the large pieces that's a good idea yeah okay i like that how's that okay what's does that solve that cabinet i think so okay what do you think about what's the next phase that was fast okay (laughs) so yeah i don't know how relevant landscaping design files are for <laughs> most of your listeners but it's something that probably would be really relevant is toys yeah and that's the other big struggle like we have tried to downsize and it's just I'll show you the toys right now okay so we're still in my living room going behind the couch now mm-hmm. this is like the designated toy area Okay, what ages, what ages are we working with? So my son is three. Okay. And then I have a five-month-old, but she's not really playing with this stuff at all. Um, but we've got, like, this set of, like, eight bins. I got the, like, 13 by 13 bins from Target. And then I've got his toy kitchen. And then this train table over here. And then we have this little section with nuggets and, like, a foam format. Um, <clears throat> I actually have a background in elementary education, so, like, <laughs> ideally I would have, like, a gross motor area and a fine motor development area, like, little things. And I wouldn't have, like, little things adjacent to the big things because like if you're jumping and playing you don't want to like fall down on a toy semi like <laughs> um, so it's just that you know we have limited square footage like our house is about 1700 square feet I've tried to keep toys out of bedrooms because I want those to just be quiet areas like we have books and stuffed animals in bedrooms but this kind of thing we've been trying to keep out here so I I like the storage bins that we have we're gonna label those but um I would again like to use some of that cabinet space like the far right cabinet I still have one large cabinet available under the tv and so I've been racking my brain like how do I use such a deep cabinet for some of these toys and do I make it accessible for my son to get in and out of or is it more of like backstock toys? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so that kind of thing. Number one, you're you've got a three year old and then a five month old. 
I don't, if the other cabinets under there are off limits for them, that cabinet is off limits for them. They should never think that that's where they need to be. So Even if it's like sectioned off? Because they're little. They like are the going to, they will go in the next one. So I would put backstock toys, um, you know, like what some. What like child locks and things? That's fine, but. Um, okay. I had really smart children, and they were able to break through those at yeah. before they were three. So yeah, that was the Most, really... we had to get like the magnet blocks for our kitchen because my son. I mean, my husband has an engineering brain, and then my son got that mindset, like that thinking ability too, which is great. Yeah, but he quickly figures out tile locks, so. It would work for my daughter for a while, but, um, yeah, they, I don't know. It's not a foolproof thing, I guess. Yeah. So I don't, I think because I have several children, I've worked with children, daycares. I have five younger siblings. I've never not been around kids. So it's Mm -hmm. easiest. It's the least stressful to just have that entire cabinet. Not for kids. Okay. That's kind of a relief. Because then you're going <laughs> to, you don't want to have to keep fussing at them or saying, no, not those, right. just this one, because that's too much work. Right. That's training. It's just, it's a lot of effort to put into teaching them to only go in one of the attached cabinets. Yeah. It, it's, right. That could be really frustrating. So I would suggest <laughs> okay. that the whole entire cabinet is not for them to get into. Their toys okay. should be sure. available for them. Um, what I've done for my kids is had for the little one, just a low basket that they could get their mm-hmm. things out of when they're mm-hmm. like rolly and sitting up. So in the next couple yeah, of months, that's what we've got, which I'm, I really love, I've got this little basket. Yeah. Very cute. And um, a little play thing. Love it. Oh, that's very cute. I love that. And, and that's something you could just tuck away and not have to have out when she's napping. You can just slide it on the other side of the couch and not have to, not have to have it in the middle of the floor unless you're using it. And that was kind of how I did it. I did in the kitchen and entryway, I did a two shelf bookcase, just a tiny one that had just a handful of little Mm -hmm. toys, something that rolled and something that they could knock down, like just something. Mm Mm-hmm. And a couple of books and maybe like something that connected or something, just, just a handful of some things. And I traded them Mm -hmm. out and that worked really well. So to address the situation behind the couch where it feels like Mm -hmm. the things are kind of in the way, I see that he's right in front of our doorway too. So number one, he has a train table and he has the train tracks all over the floor. Yes, because we got extra train tracks that don't fit on the train table. So that was the that's where the frustration came in. You have the table, but what he's using doesn't fit on the table. Mm-hmm. So I would suggest figuring out which one you want, the train table or the ones that are on the floor. What else does the train table do besides take up a large amount of space if he's playing on the floor? I mean, if he's... I've honestly never liked this train table. <laughs> so let it go. And there, you, there's your solution. Mm-hmm. Then he can build yeah, his tracks against the wall in that area. Um, mm-hmm. 
and that kind of keeps him keeps the middle of the room clear just kind of put a little you can do a tape line like um, painters tape or masking tape or something just to kind of or some kind of carpet you know like the train track or like the race car carpets or something back there uh -huh. they have some actually nice looking ones that are neutral colors they don't have to be that turf green <laughs> colors yeah right <laughs> but they can go where he can build his track or even just a flat rug or something that contains the area he's allowed to do the train tracks in okay that would eliminate a lot of that frustration because we want wow. him to be able to be creative with his train tracks but we right. also need to be able to have a safe walking space to get out the door um, right. and have it not in the way, especially when Little Miss starts walking in the next few months. So uh, trying yeah. to figure that out, how to keep it contained. So if the train table is housing other toys, what other toys do you need from the train table? The train table actually doesn't... It's like he just stands here and, like, we'll play with things at the table. So, but inside the drawer, I've only been keeping train stuff. And, obviously, the train stuff is bigger than the drawer. So, I've got this thing, this uh, little tub that I started keeping the train tracks in. Um... So I could see having some other container that's, you know, just the right size for all of the train things, you know, take out the stuff that's in the drawer and, like, just have it, a container for it. And then if he wants to, like, have some kind of table to play at, you know, stand at, I could see having, like, a smaller square one. Like, he... He has a table already, like, over there by the TV, and he'll, like, sit and eat there sometimes, and we love to watch TV, but um, that could double as, like, a play area, probably. The other um, question, you know, looking at the room, yeah. I just saw a different angle of the room, so it came, gave me another idea. Um, if you do want to use the under the TV space, that far right cabinet... You could put one basket for the tracks and one basket for the car, you know, the train pieces, okay. and slide those under there. And in front of the TV, that's not the walking space. That's the only place he's allowed to build the tracks. Then that clears up yeah. the doorway. Um, right. Unless that's going to be annoying to have it in front of the TV. Just. It's a good option. And, you know, he could always, like, pull it out and bring it. I don't know. He's not going to bring it all the way over there. <laughs> Somewhere else. <laughs> Somewhere that, like, it might still be, like, in a walkway, but, like, not in front of our front door. Can I see? Because a hazard, and I'm aware of that. And it's, like, unfortunately, this is, like, the only place that we can store the toys is, like, you know, behind the couch, but it's right in front of our door right there. So... I mean, beyond the train stuff, he's got, like, these bins of things. And he's generally pretty good about, like, putting things back when we ask him to. But 
he recently dumped, you know, the Cars bin, and then this other bin that I keep, like, other battery-powered, you know, toys of different sorts. Um, like his little laptop and this little turtle with numbers on it and this little koala with numbers on it. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. So that, beyond the train stuff, it's like we have this other stuff that can pretty easily disrupt this walkway, too. And so I know we could probably downsize more, but it's like this area I don't know maybe there's just some other idea besides just downsizing that would help me keep the walkway clearer okay so here's what I'm looking at if we erase the train table that clears Mm -hmm. up a huge portion of that area because those are big like they're almost Mm -hmm. as wide as a dining table like they're big so if that's gone that gives him a place to it, it's a place to play without it being in the walkway. Uh-huh. And then he can play in that area, maybe get a runner rug or something. That That's the area, that's the walkway, and he's not allowed to put his uh-huh. toys in that space. No toys yeah. on the rug. Like, just, you've got to zone it out for him so it's clear, uh-huh. clearly defined, so he's, it's not an argument. It's not something that has to be discussed on a regular basis so he can have them on the side under the window, behind the couch, where it has plenty of space, and he can Uh set up his, like, I mean, scoot the nugget down just a little bit and give him a little bit more Uh space if that's what needs to happen. When I'm looking at that space, that seems to be, you have enough room there, but you need to Uh make those, that clear plan. A rug runner that would just clearly map out that path for people to walk Uh and have a clear path, um, that's Uh really easy, and honestly, you could just... You said you had a koala, a turtle, something else with numbers on them, like the battery-operated things. It sounded like there yeah, were a couple yeah. of pretty similar items that, mm-hmm. you know, can you create a basket of those in that cabinet, one of those for the trains? Will all the train pieces fit in one of those baskets? If not, can you downsize it enough so that that is the mm-hmm. only place to put them, just to keep it mm-hmm. that simple? Like, what is... What are the things that are the same category of toy that, which one's your favorite? Like have him pick. Uh This is the thing that I love to get kids involved with helping out with. Okay, well, which one of these do you like? Because they kind of do the same thing. So which one's your favorite and which one can we share with so-and-so or, you know, give Uh to somebody who doesn't have it? I love to get them involved as young as possible with this sort of decision making. Uh That's something that I would have fun helping him with and just talking him through pick your favorites which ones do you like okay do you like to build a train track like this or are these pieces the ones you don't really use that much well which train cars are your favorites and which ones do you um do you not like to play with as much you know talk to the talk him through those specifics about making the choices so that he has what he loves and it fits in the space that you need it to fit in I love that yeah I think that's definitely doable I think he's fully capable of, you know, deciding what his favorite one, you know, is out of a couple of different options. So I definitely think we could do that. Okay. And then do you think you have enough storage space in those baskets? I think they're huge. I mean, they're great size. They should fit everything that you need and be easy to rotate through. Yeah. Yeah. If if I went through with him and did that, like, had him pick his favorites from each category of things that I have, 
there might be a couple categories that would make sense to combine, you know, and then we could make one into the train storage. Yeah. What do you think? Is that? Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I think it just really helps to have someone else tell me like, you can get rid of some stuff. (laughs) It's not like you have a ton of toys, but I mean, being honest, they're young and everybody gives kids toys and they pick up toys all the time. So. Yeah. And I've heard that kids will play longer and more creatively with fewer toys. Yeah. If he had 50% less toys, like, I'm not kidding. He'd be fine. And he has so few compared to so many people. Like, so many kids have, like, 12 times the amount of toys that you have right there. But I'm serious. Like, if when I take my kids on vacation and they only have their little backpack with toys, Uh they're fine. Uh They're fine for the whole week. And then we come home and everybody's fussy because there's so much stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I downsize every time after we yeah. get back from vacation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because it really reminds you, like, what you really need and really what's extra. Yeah. And I think we have a lot of extra in our lives. So, yeah. I think this will be very helpful. <laughs> okay. Awesome. And you feel like you can do it on your own? You yeah. Just once I have the time. <laughs> yeah. But that's something you can do during playtime with him. Like, that's a quality yeah. time thing, too. Right. That's right. not when he's napping. Like, involve right. him. Make it fun. Yeah. You don't have to cut out separate time for it. Just do that when you're spending time with him. You're like, hey, right. I'm, we're going to get rid of this table so that we can have this, you know, so that this is done. So have your mm-hmm. husband, po- like, post it on Marketplace. Sell it. Make some money from it, right? Yeah. Like, do something. That's true. Go ahead and take the picture. It's set, you know, it's mm-hmm. easy. And then when somebody buys it, then, then it goes, you don't have to move it or mm-hmm. do anything with it. Just go ahead and take the picture and post it. And then <laughs> when it's going, Someone else will come and, take it. <laughs> and you can even put that in a savings account for him. Like that, you, that money That's doesn't true. have to go somewhere else. Like put that in a savings account for him. So it's his money that mm-hmm. you can use towards something else that he Aww. needs coming up. Like that's a great yeah. way to do that. So he's able to earn towards something. Maybe he wants an outdoor riding vehicle or something, you know, Mm -hmm. put that money towards it until he has enough. Look how much toys you sold. Now you can buy this thing you wanted, like make it a positive. And the earlier we can start teaching our kids to Mm -hmm. save up for those things that are really important, that they really want. Right. And to Mm -hmm. get rid of the things that they aren't using as much that aren't as important Mm -hmm. anymore or that they want something else. Like, Put that towards it and make it mm-hmm. a positive and a encouraging, not a disappointing. You got rid of my train table, you know. Like, right. We don't want that. Right. Focus <laughs> on the good outcomes. Yeah. From it. I like that. This has been really helpful. Hey friend, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening. And if you haven't done it already, make sure you go to Apple Podcast and leave a review for this show so more people can find it. If you want some more behind the scenes and more connection with me, come join the Facebook group at the SOS Mom Show. And you can email me or call 980-389-0399 and email at hello at the SOSmom.com. I'm waiting for you. Talk to you soon.